Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. You ever did something in your life without properly thinking it through? Considering all the outcomes you neglected to do that, you reap the benefit of actually not looking at all the circumstances and considering all of that and sat back and look at, looked at the outcome like, that was stupid. Why did I do that? That was absolutely dumb. That sentiment exactly is what I got when I was reading Acts today. And I just had to run to the phone and call you and just kind of gloat in, why do we do stupid stuff? Like, do we really think we're that smart to outsmart the stupidity that we won't reap the benefits of being stupid in that instance? So I'm reading Acts 4. And this is the part where pretty much Jesus um, ascended to heaven. You know, he's gone now. So Peter's now the head honcho. He's taking over and he's doing a good work and he's preaching the word and he's going around and about. And I thought it was awesome that at the end of Acts, um, particularly verse 34, it says that there were no needy people among them because those who own land or houses would sell them in 35 and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. So pretty much Peter was and whoever followed him or wanted to go ahead and journey that particular assignment with him, they were taken care of because again, and this speaks volumes to the fact that sometimes we're praying for stuff and we're looking around and we're hoping and we're not even realizing that you have everything that you need. What if the people who own houses was like, well, I'm waiting for God for an increase. And it's like, well, you have a house, extra property over there. Like you can sell that and then go, you know, double up and live over here. Like they were able to make adjustments with what they already had and was able not only to support the needy, but to support the assignment and not have any lack. And I thought that was dope. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. It even says at the end that there was a guy named um, Joseph. He was actually one of the um, apostles too. You don't really hear about him too much, but his name is Barnabas and it means uh, son of encouragement and it said that he was from the the tribe of Levi and he came from Cyprus and he sold a field that he owned and he bought the money to the apostles so Acts 4 pretty much ends with you knowing that man everyone was taken care of because there were no greedy people among them right there were pretty much people that was like oh matter of fact I got a, a scooter over here I could sell and they was just selling and doing putting their resources together to make sure that there were no lack among them which is if we did it in this day and time, shoot, like we would be super taken care of. We wouldn't need any government assistance. We wouldn't have to have any debt. We don't have to, no loan sharks. We don't have to, hey, can I take out this particular line of credit? And we don't have to do any of that, right? Because if we started taking care of each other, but what God already gave us, then maybe we will be okay. But I digress because that wasn't the road I'm going on. But the top of Acts 5, the very next chapter, talks about a man named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife. And so, and I'm going to just read it because you won't even be able to understand the level of what unless you just hear it verbatim. So Acts 5 verse 1 says that there was a certain man named Ananias who, with his wife Sapphira, sold some property. Two, he bought property, well, yeah, he bought part of the money to the apostles, claiming it was for the full amount. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. Verse 3. Then Peter said, Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit, and you kept some of the money for yourself. Verse 4. 
The property was yours to sell or not sell, as you wished. And after selling it, the money was also yours to give away. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us, but to God. Verse 5. As soon as Ananias heard these words, he fell to the floor and died. Oh. Everyone who heard about it was terrified. Verse 6. Then some young men got up, wrapped him in a sheet, and took him out and buried him. Verse 7. About three hours later, three hours later, I can't resist. His wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Verse 8. Peter asked her, Was this the price you and your husband received for your land? Yes, she replied. That was the price. Verse 9. And Peter said, How could the two of you even think of conspiring to test the spirit of the Lord like this? The young men who buried your husband are outside the door, and they will carry you out too. Verse 10. Instantly, she fell to the floor and died. When the young men came in and saw that she was dead, they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Verse 11, great fear gripped the entire church and everyone else who heard what had happened. Man, I read that and I was like, time out. That was the dumbest way to die. I mean, I'm just going, let's not even hold back. Out of all the ways, that's the way you went out? How stupid was that? And, and I had to go back to verse four, chapter 4, and I'm like, time out. Was there a law that they had to sell their stuff? Like, was it like everyone who believes you absolutely positively have to? And I searched high and low, and it was even confirmed once Peter, you know, stepped to them. He was like, this was your property to sell or not to sell. Like, it's yours, ma'am, sir. To do whatever it is that you wish to do and to sell it and to give whatever you felt like listen if you got a hundred stacks from this sale and you decided you only wanted to give 20 cool hey here's the 20 dollars <laughs> you just gonna say twenty thousand? no here's twenty dollars you know for the cause shouts out to the um preaching and all that peter i i you know i salute you but i'm gonna go ahead and keep the rest of this because um my wife and i we want to do something else you see what i'm saying that would have been okay. There was no, you have to give this certain amount. You got to sell it in this amount of time. Matter of fact, they didn't even have to sell it if they didn't want to. And immediately with reading that, I was like, how stupid was that? Which I like to just go ahead and frame this conversation as stupid tax. You made a dumb decision. And so you, you got tax, stupid tax is what you have to pay now. You know, when you go in the store and you purchase something, oh, I want this item, cool. Since you want that item, this is the tax that goes along with that. I believe that every item, every decision that we make in life comes with a level of stupid tax because you didn't factor. You, you just, I don't know why you thought you were above the radar, like that barcode wouldn't get scanned in your life. No, it got scanned and the stupid tax is attached to it. So it made me start to think about certain stuff. Like, where in life do we believe that, again, we can float under the radar and kind of just, ah, got away? And maybe it's because at some point in life we actually were doing a series of stupidity, a series of stupid things, and we got away with maybe one, maybe two, but mm, not so much. Like, 
just and now that I'm thinking and speaking, hear myself speaking out loud. Um, there was a student in one of the local schools near me that she got caught in the bathroom with a boy in high school. She's, I think she's about 15. And she was in the bathroom with this boy for 30 minutes. Got caught by the officials and told them, oh, we were just talking. You see my face? Right, making the same face you're making right now. You were just talking. Why couldn't y'all do that in the hallway? Why couldn't that be done in the cafeteria? You, so... And so they asked, like, straight up, what were y'all doing in there? Oh, you were just talking. <laughs> okay, great. So now you know what comes from this little um, candlelit bathroom toilet bowl of two that y'all decided y'all wanted to go ahead and make reservations for. Now we got to tell your parents. Now we have to go ahead and have a whole meeting. Now all the, now the embarrassment led to that stupid decision. She had to go home and guess what? Confess to her mother that they actually were having relations in the bathroom bruh out of all the reasons why my mother would have had to come up to the school that would not have been mm, mm. Can, can I sleep here because to go home and tell her you got to come up to the school because I decided that it was romance near the um, toilet bowl and I wanted to I don't even know how I could have told but I know that that's not the information I would have wanted relayed to my mother. That just wouldn't have been good for anybody's life. Like, let's just go ahead and just save the whale, save me, because it's not going to work. And so in telling her parent, she had to then go ahead and say, literally, when her teachers came together, they were like, oh, she's been cutting class, like, since the beginning of the school year. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I know... That little girl had to be in that meeting like, O-M-Jizzle. Yeah, mommy, you got to pay that stupid tax. And that's just an, an example of a little girl. But what about you? What about the people you know? Like, you know what happens every time you hang around such and such. When you hang around that crowd, you know they're not up to no good. Nobody don't have the job and responsibilities you do. You cannot turn up and be um, collar greening. Turn up, collar greens, you get it? You cannot be turning up all night, all day. Listen, ma'am, sir, you got a set of responsibilities waiting for you bright and early the next morning that these people, listen, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, they could turn up and then take a test. Listen, God bless you. Oh, you can turn up and still get up to your uh, alarm clock? Oh, God bless you. Guess what? You know that you can't do that. Please do not take that stupid tax. Do not have it where you trying to fight through a migraine and give a presentation. Fight through a migraine and get up and, and have a successful day tomorrow. Oh, to be on the other side of dealing with you with that. Let's not even, shall we? Lying about completing something at work. Listen, <laughs> yo, a couple of years ago, I, and I promise you, I couldn't even write these fairy tales if I tried to. I had a co-worker for like a solid year. She was saying, I got to get out this job. I can't take it. It's too much. This, that, and the third. And I'm like, oh, okay. And the job that we served, we were in child protective services. So we had deadlines out the yin-yang. And I guess she just figured like, yo, this is too much, which I understood. And she's like, got to get out of here. Do you know that a whole year later, her department that she was in was foster care. 
a foster care parent came up to the job and was like, um, can I speak to the director? Director comes up. He's like, what's going on? He's, she's like, um, who's my caseworker? And he's like, oh, so he said her name. And she was like, who? And so my director was like, um, have you met her? Cause she was like, listen, I've never, I don't even know that name. Do you know that for an entire year, this particular worker was documenting for a full year. I don't know if you know a year, but it's 365 days. I don't know if you know what that breaks down to. That's 12 months. That may be 52 weeks. Listen to me. For a whole year, she was going in the system documenting that she saw these people. I mean, full dialogue, not like one, two sentence, like saw a child, child, blah, 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 you know, in social work terminology. And she documented that she saw these people for a year. And for a year, she was writing, um, she could have been Dr. Seuss because those were fictitious. It did not happen, ma'am. So what do you think happened? Yep, she got the stupid tax of getting fired. And I'm sure she was embarrassed because as tight as we were as coworkers, and then I don't really do the outside of coworker being your friend thing, like not in that portion of my life. I was real skeptical. I was new to the state. So I was like, mm, I don't really, I need to see how y'all get down you know, in here in Georgia. But we were close. All I know is that she texted me. She said, hey, this is my new phone number. I'll explain to you later. I happen to be on lunch. I come back from lunch. I'm like, where is she? They like, you didn't hear? And they gave me the 411. I'm like, hey, y'all could check my records. Because, you know, I know the saying birds of a feather flock. No, no, no. N none of these. This is actual factual. You can call every person on my caseload. <laughs> I have seen. I have saw. I have touched. So, yeah, um, appropriately, though. But, yeah, no, don't even try. But the stupid tax that she had to pay. I mean, literally, how I looked at that, it wasn't even a level of, like, yikes, she got caught. That's embarrassing. It was more so God gave you a year to turn it around. And I guess that's why it was being amplified of, I got to get out this job. I got to get out this job. Because I guess she knew it's only for so long you can you can uh, run like this. After a while, it's going to catch up to you now. Like, go ahead and just, you know. You know, so in her case, the stupid tax was she lost her job. But you know you're not supposed to be... Um, sleeping with such and such let's just go ahead and be candid you know it's a judge-free conversation let's just go ahead and do it every time you go ahead and answer that phone call you tell yourself okay next time this is the last time but last time was the last time hmm yeah you said last time was the last time because no matter where you go you start doing real real good until such and such call you now you find yourself like, how did I get back in this slump? Oh, what you thought? Because you weren't strong enough just to look at the phone. Just, just let that thing ring. Listen, if, if the tone, you know, triggers you, press the side button. We know that that stops it. Act like it's a bill collector. Maybe that's what you need to change that person's name to. Bill collector. Because it comes with a tax that you cannot afford, ma'am, sir, okay? Then, then what's going to happen? You're going to probably, what, have something that you, STD possibly, an unwanted child, or just bigger than that, a soul tie. Like, don't nobody, listen, we don't have the time. We do not have the time to be playing these games with people. You know you're supposed to be getting your sleep. Mm-hmm. You're not young no more. Listen. I don't, care, I don't care what the Toys R Us theme song is. You are not a kid anymore, okay? You need your sleep. 
ma'am, sir. How you used to do it back in the day, the four or five hour real quick, I can get six hours. No, that's not working for you. You know the stupid tax to that. You're not going to age gracefully. And you consistently won't feel your best. Who wants to live that quality of life? All because you don't know how to turn the TV off? You don't know how to put your phone down? Listen, that same amount of gossip is going to be there, I promise you. It, it's not a refresher. If you miss it, it will be there tomorrow. And if you missed it, guess what? It didn't add nothing to you. You'll probably hear it from someone else. Turn the TV off. Matter of fact, won't you go ahead and have strength enough to just have it where you turn your phone off at a certain time? Or maybe not off because you're like, oh, that makes me... Maybe you put it on silent at a certain time. You are not 911 operating system. You don't have to be 24 hours. It's not mandatory. You do understand that, Yes. Like, I, I need you to understand, like, please, you know you haven't been taking care of your body the way you're supposed to. And when I thought of that, the one thing that popped in my mind, now there are exceptions to the rule, but thinking about the diabetics that they truly do not take their insulin the way they're supposed to, they don't eat the way they're supposed to, so their stupid tax is getting parts of their body amputated, what? Now again, there are some exceptions to the rule. But I remember being on a bus with a woman and um, I think we were, or we were, it was the Bahamas. Was that? Yeah, it was the Bahamas. And she had a cane and she looked like she should have been young because her voice and the way she carried herself. But she was just like, um, after this, you know, when I go back home, I got to go get my, my, my other foot, all the toes amputated. And I'm like, why? You know, that insulin are you using it? And so I tried to ask as many questions without being super invasive, but it was just like, if you know what to do for your particular body, why aren't you doing it, ma'am? Like, I didn't understand that. It was just like, what? Okay. But you know, that's an extreme situation. What about you? You know, you lactose intolerant. Oh, but you, I, but I love ice cream, but it don't love you. Okay, let's stop loving stuff that doesn't love us back, shall we? You know that what that bread do to you. You know when you grab a handful of that, it keeps you constipated for the next time. Listen, at this point, having a gut um, is an indication that our organs are saying, hey, we're in trouble down here. It's a traffic jam like no other. Yeah, let, okay, you getting uncomfortable? Let's just go ahead and move on. You knew getting that car and signing that contract or that lease wasn't a good idea when you did it. We, but we already talked about those. You already, you already knew. Listen, who you fronting for? Like, what does it matter what you're in at the stoplight? As long as you're in something that keeps you comfortable, gets you to where you need to get to, right? Like, who are we really stunting? Like, I don't, you're the only one that got to pay that bill. You knew that was a stupid tax. And then what? Now y your credit is down the line. Now, now what? Now, Almost half or a third of your income is freaking going to not even a third. Some some people got it where it's like you, you have how much to live off of after you pay that mortgage, after you pay that car lease alone? Why did you do that? Now the stupid tax is potentially a repo. Now the stupid tax is the potentially you getting foreclosed on. Why? Why? Because you wanted that much house? Because you wanted your car year to be as close to the current year you're living in. Because, you know, yellow. Mm-hmm. You can scream yellow all you want. You know, you only live once. 
Yeah, but do the way you live in it, it's going to feel like um a, a torture chamber in, in a little bit. Not listening to the red flags in relationships years ago, months ago. You should have been at that relationship. How many times we got to keep talking about that? Do you know, and I'm going to just go ahead and speak for all people. Do you know your friends are tired of hearing you complain? Better yet, do you know that we're sick of um, looking at you post on Instagram and be fake? We know the E! True Hollywood story behind that. You don't got a social media lie. Don't know. Listen, if you're not perm, you don't got to lie. You ain't benefiting nobody by doing that. Nobody. Everybody knows. You can still wear that ring if you want to, sis. Your heart knows the truth and so does the people. Okay? Listen, you ain't. You don't have to. For what? The gram? Come on. Like, Really? You know you an impulsive shopper. Why you don't leave your credit cards at home and you better not tell me it's for emergencies. You let, Get thee behind me. I don't want to hear nothing about no emergencies. You need an emergency, then you put a crisp $20 bill in, in your glove compartment or your change compartment in your car or in your wallet, whatever you feel the designated place should be, and that's your emergency. If you got more than a two, $20 emergency, then you need to call somebody to come bring you and come get you because emergencies is not they having a sale. Hmm? That's the reason why you don't have a freaking savings account the way that it should be substantiated now. Huh? No, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just trying to get you to understand. Listen, you can't outlive your stupid. You can't outgain your stupid. I don't care how many raises and how many, ooh, tax seasons come. You're still going to be broke, okay, come summer. Why? And if it don't have to be lived like that, why are you doing it? Hmm? It was hypothetical, but I'm still asking you like you right here because I'm trying to look in your face right now. You know certain conversations shouldn't be had at certain times, and I'm going to go ahead and raise my hand. Mm -hmm, my hand is raised right now, the left one to be exact. Listen to me. I know myself well enough to know 10 days prior to my womanly, mm, leave me alone. Like real talk, just mm -mm. I don't know what's going on in the hormonal range, but I am very clear 10 days prior, I, I can't. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to do a whole nother conversation on that because I feel like it is necessary to know yourself during that time. And I think the more we know, the better for the, for the universe. Like, real talk. Like, I actually told my son, he was like, Ma, is it that bad? I said, listen to me. I can um, probably bench press an elephant and not sweat because the anger will be the fuel. Like, seriously, do a couple of reps and then come back home and cook for y'all and be done and still have energy just a little bit. Like, yeah, but we're going to go ahead and move on on that. You know you can't have conversations. It's either when you're sleepy, when you're hungry, when at nighttime, whatever it is, please don't go ahead and push for that conversation to be heard right now because, you know, you want your point of view to be heard and, and you wish somebody wouldn't. Listen, you got something to say. Okay, um, little Martin Luther, we know you got a dream, okay? We know you got a voice. Listen, but every conversation does not need to be had now. Conversation and conflict resolution solely is dependent not only on your skill of communication, but knowing the skill of when. You got to test the temperature. That's like putting a pot of water on a stove and just throwing noodles on it. 
No, you got to wait for that thing to boil. There is a readiness for certain outcomes to be accepted, right? You know, oh, such and such had a hard day today. Or they said they hungry. Or they said, yo, as soon as I get in the house, I'm going to sleep. But you like, nope, this conversation's been put off long enough. We need to have this conversation now. Oh, okay. Guess what? You're going to pay the stupid tax on putting unnecessary strain on that relationship. Why? Because you want it to be heard now. That's why so many relationships really like get strained and expire. Because people have not learned the art of when. Think of it, visualize it like a mime. But it's a two-party mime, right? If you're supposed to be on the other side miming someone exactly their movements, then that means that you have to be in sync with them. Test the temperature. Let discernment let you know, yo, I know you built up the courage to talk now, but honestly, it's not a good time for them. Don't be selfish where you like, mm-mm, because I've been holding on to... I'm telling you, the stupid tax is not worth it. If you feel like you need to get it out because, you know, what if I forget it? Then you need to go ahead and jot it down somewhere. You got a memo pad on your phone. Uh, you can go to Walmart and get a composition book under a dollar. Stop playing. Don't put, do not go ahead and redeem that stupid tax. It is not worth it. Because you know what's going to happen? Your future conversations that you want to have now it's going to come with this air of here we go again when you truly sometimes don't even mean the here we go again you just like no I'm when I say I want to talk him it does all that to you yes because of the theme music that you played the last couple of times that's what they feel it's like a scary movie when you say that for certain people yeah so please can we kind of like just start learning mm, this is not a good time but it don't have to be your way or the highway. Like now, don't nobody trust your heart or your approach because of the theme song you've been playing with the last couple of situations. So I challenge you to look over your life and identify where have I been paying uh, repeated stupid tax? Every year I say I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> okay, we'll just go ahead and leave that alone. Every year I say I'm going to make better decisions here. Where are you constantly paying stupid tax? And how can you project it forward? Not pay this anymore. It's not even worth it. The sad part about stupid tax is it's not the art of you really being naive or ignorant in a certain area. It's not that you don't know. It's that you're not applying what you do know. Come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. We just read an act that you like, Brett, why did you lie about that? Maybe he didn't know he was going to die immediately, but we, we're smart enough to know now that when we don't apply all the, you know, equations and everything thereof, when we don't apply the given, it's going to cost us something. When we read about Ananias and his wife, it cost them their lives, but it's going to cost you something when you don't walk out something that you know to be the right thing. Please Look at your life right now and say, okay, I've been paying a lot of stupid tax with that. <laughs> yeah, when I look at the course of my life, like if I go ahead and add interest, I will probably be, I could be a millionaire in the stupid tax realm. That's not how we incur an interest, sis, sir. That's not what we're doing. 
So the challenge is to identify the area and just simply start applying what you know. It may require a certain level of discipline, but you know what? You got to start looking at it like I cannot afford any more stupidity. Real talk, not a penny more of stupid tax in my life from this day forward. And I want you to make that declaration. I truly want you to. Because at this point, we're having life-provoking conversations. We're not getting off the phone just like, oh, never knew about Ananias. No, no, that's not what we're doing. We are looking at it and we're applying it so that we can become better. Because when you know better, you do better, okay? So that is truly, I, like literally, you should be tired of it at this point. So I want you to get off this phone and I want you to apply this as it relates to your life. Because I'm confident, because I pray before I call you. I'm confident that as I was talking, there were certain things that God was just like, <clears throat> you heard it all the way from heaven. Like, I, I, I know God. I know. <laughs> Whew, all right, I, I'm going to go ahead and change my number. Yep, I'm going to just go ahead and just go in my refrigerator right now and just do a whole, uh, yeah, I'm going to just do a haul. I'm just going to go ahead and just, I don't know, give it to the goodwill. I don't know what needs to be done, but like, I hear you. All right, I'm going to cut the credit card up. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt, but I'm going to do it. It's the only, uh, only um, plastic surgery I'm going to a lot for because it's free, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and do it. Please do this. You owe it to your life. You owe it to your future. You owe it to yourself to not see that your life was just this accumulation of like, why did you, you, are you sick? Yeah, we don't want that. Please don't let that be the highlights of your life. So I'm going to go ahead and let you go do an assessment of your life. And and as my good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. Go ahead and redeem that stuff because you don't, listen, if you want me to change your name to stupid text on my phone, I can Okay, all right, that's fine. But I'm going to go ahead and, um, I actually have not eaten yet. I am starvation. I'm going to go ahead and get something in my system while you go ahead and get that stupid tax out your life. But I'm going to call you back because I got something juicy I want to tell you about. But I'll call you back. I'll save that for the next phone call. Speak to you later, all right? Okay, later.